Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This is going to be for 1 Samuel chapter 4. These chapters deal with Israel's loss of the Ark of God to the Philistines. The Israelites viewed the Ark as the visible symbol of the presence of God, but bringing the Ark from Shiloh on this occasion was a demonstration of Israel's state of spiritual wickedness rather than a demonstration of their faith. They vainly supposed that the ark could save them when the ark, when the god of it had departed from them because of their wickedness. They knew that in former times their fathers had been beaten by their enemies when they took not the ark with them to battle as in the case of their wars with the Canaanites, and that they had conquered when they took, with, took this with them as in the case of the destruction of Jericho. From the latter clause they took confidence, but the cause of their miscarriage in the former that they laid not to heart. Great disaster followed the appearance of the ark among the troops because of Israel's wickedness. Israel suffered a resounding defeat. Hophni and Phinehas were slain, and the ark was captured. News of the capture of the ark and of the death of his sons caused Eli such consternation that he lost his balance on his seat, fell over backwards, and died, thus fulfilling the prophecy that his house would come to a tragic end. Verse 1, And the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out against the Philistines to battle, and pitched beside Eben. Ezer, Ebenezer, and the Philistines pitched in Aphek, and the Philistines put themselves in array against Israel, and when they joined battle, Israel was smitten before the Philistines, and they slew of the army in the field about 4,000 men. And when the people were come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Wherefore hath the Lord smitten us today before the Philistines? Let us fetch the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of Shiloh unto us, that when it cometh among us, it may save us out of the hand of our enemies. So the people sent to Shiloh, that they might bring forth thence the ark of the covenant of the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth between the cherubims and the two sons of Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth rang again. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What meaneth the noise of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews? And they understood that the Ark of the Lord was come into the camp. Such an event as the removal of the Ark from the sanctuary and its presence in the camp had never happened since the settlement of Israel in Canaan, its arrival betokening to their minds the certain renewal of miraculous deliverances such as their fathers had experienced, excited unbounded enthusiasm in Israel and caused equal depression among the Philistines, but soon another mood prevailed. That was by Edersheim. Verse 7, And the Philistines were afraid, for they said, God is come into the camp. And they said, Woe unto us, for there hath not been such a thing heretofore. Woe unto us, who shall deliver us out of the hand of these mighty gods. These are the gods that smote the Egyptians with all the plagues in the wilderness. Be strong, and quit yourselves, or be men like men, O ye Philistines, that ye be not servants unto the Hebrews, as they have been to you. Quit yourselves like men, and fight. And the Philistines fought, and Israel was smitten, and they fled every man into his tent. And there was a very great slaughter, for there fell of Israel thirty thousand footmen. And the ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were slain. And there ran a man of Benjamin out of the army and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes rent and with earth upon his head. 
And when he came, lo, Eli sat upon a seat by the wayside watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. And when the man came into the city and told it, all the city cried out. And when Eli heard the noise of the crying, he said, What meaneth the noise of this tumult? And the man came in hastily and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety and eight years old, and his eyes were dim that he could not see. And the man said unto Eli, I am he that came out of the army, and I fled today out of the army. And he said, What is there done? What is there done, my son? And the messenger answered and said, Israel is fled before the Philistines. And there had been also a great slaughter among the people, and thy two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God is taken. And it came to pass, when he made mention of the ark of God, that he fell from off the seat, backward by the side of the gate, and his neck brake, and he died, for he was an old man, and heavy, and he judged Israel forty years." Whether we regard verse 9 as the language of the leaders of the Philistines addressed to their desponding fellow followers, <clears throat> or as the desperate resolve of men who felt that all was at stake, this time they waited not to be attacked by the Israelites. In the battle which ensued, and the flight of Israel which followed, no less than 30,000 dead strewed the ground. In the number of the slain were Hophni and Phinehas, and among the booty the very ark of God was taken. Thus fearfully did judgment commence in the house of Eli. Thus terribly did God teach the lesson that even the most sacred symbol connected with his immediate presence was, itself, was in itself, but wood and gold, and so far from being capable of doing wonders, might even be taken and carried away. Tidings of this crashing defeat were, now, <clears throat> were not long in reaching Shiloh, Just outside the gate of the sanctuary, by the way which the messenger from the battlefield must come, sat the aged high priest. His eyes were stiffened by age, but his hearing had, was keen as he waited with anxious heart for the expected news. The judgment foretold the presence of his two sons with the army in the field, the removal of the ark without any divine authority, at the bidding of a superstitious people, must have filled him with sad misgivings. Had he been right in being a consenting a party to all of this, had he been a faithful father, a faithful priest, a faithful guardian of the sanctuary, and now a confused noise as of a tumult reached him, up the slopes which led to Shiloh, with clothes rent and earth upon his head, in token of deepest meaning, ran a Benjamite, a fugitive from the army. Past the high priest he sped, without stopping to speak to him, whose office had become empty, and whose family was destroyed. Now he was reached now he has reached the marketplace, and up and down those steep, narrow streets fly the tidings. They gather round, around him, they weep, they cry out in the wilderness of their grief, and the noise of the crying is heard, where the old man sits alone, still waiting for tidings. The messenger is brought to him, stroke, after, stroke upon stroke falls upon him, the fourfold disaster. Israel is fled, a great slaughter among the people, thy two sons are dead, the ark of God is taken. It is this last most terrible blow, rather than anything else, which lays low the aged priest. As he hears of the ark of God, he falls backward unconscious, and is killed in the fall by the side of the gate. Thus ends a judgeship of forty years, and that was by Edersheim. Verse 19, And his daughter-in-law, Phineas's wife, was with child near to be delivered, and when she heard the tidings that the ark of God was taken, and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed herself and travailed, for her pains came upon her. And about the time of her death, the women that stood by her said unto her, Fear not, for thou hast borne a son. But she answered not, neither did she regard it. And she named the child Ichabod, where is the glory, or no glory, saying, The glory is departed from Israel, because the ark of God was taken, and because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory is departed from Israel, and the ark of God is taken. So that's the end of chapter 4, and we'll see you next time. Bye.